Welcome back again. Thanks for joining us for another episode here of the podcast uh, where we are trying to, uh, again, just bring some discipleship into a regular routine of, of our lives. We believe that at the core of following Jesus is being with him. And unfortunately, a lot of times we get an idea that we have to do things. So we go to church, we read our Bibles, we do nice things. And those are the only times we think about God is when we're in those moments. And so we want to try to expand that into an everyday common space where uh, as you are living your life, you are being with God in relationships around. So at the core is this being with God. And we've talked about sacred rhythms and how they fit into our rhythms of our lives. And yet uh, there also has to be evidence of that being true where uh, we should be, uh, it should be clear to the people around us that we've been with Jesus and we have a relationship with Jesus. And so we talk about these, uh, discussions and dialogues and, uh, over the last few episodes, we've been really focusing in on Jesus. And, uh, we do that because it's so easy for us to get other things attached to what it means to follow Jesus. We say we follow Jesus and yet we want to look like everyone, or we want to act like this group, or we want to uh, be discipled by this sort of thing. And yet we have to be reminded again and again and again and again that it all comes back down to, to Jesus. And so if this is your first time joining us, uh, my name is Pastor Dan Hartzler. I'm the pastor at Refuge Church in Manor, PA. And with me always, I have uh, two guys. I'm Ryan. And I'm Mike. And these guys uh, and us and myself, we try to uh, have these dialogues and discussion and, and just kind of go back and forth. But what we're really hoping is that as you're listening, it will spur something on. Uh, it'll spur you on to, to either thinking about your own life or spur you on to, to something uh, that God is, is speaking. And, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, we communicate here that we don't always have all the answers or we don't always hit everything the right way. Uh, we're not perfect in any of that. We, we aren't experts in a lot of these things. So uh, we're just trying to have the dialogue and discussion and hopefully make it a place where you can kind of join in with us. And the beauty of that is you get to do that kind of in your common space. And so uh, this episode, we really want to talk about uh, kind of a, a, just an honest, uh, you know, statement of why sometimes it's hard to follow Jesus. Um, you know, sometimes we hear uh, about, uh, you know, church and Jesus and following him, and it makes it sound so easy. Uh, makes it sound like if you just do A and B, it'll automatically always equal C. And yet, then we get into life and we find that life just doesn't always go in those straight lines. Life doesn't always go the way we want it to. And sometimes circumstances, whether it's uh, relational or whether it's uh, health or finance, gets in mixed and, and, and we get distracted or we lose focus or things go in a different direction. Or sometimes Jesus says stuff we just don't agree with and we don't want to do it. And there's an acknowledgement of that. And so we're just trying to be honest uh, a little bit in this episode of saying it's hard to follow Jesus at times. There's things, even though that we believe he is the, the savior of the world, even though we believe in, in, the, in the beauty and kindness and goodness of our savior, doesn't mean that that is how we wake up every morning. It doesn't mean that as we're driving in our car, we're having hymn music or praise music or worship music going off and everything is going to go wonderful and something bad happens and we just kind of dust it off and, and just keep going. There's some moments where we're discouraged or we're struggling or, um, you know, what, our own pride kind of gets in the way. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit. For me, 
Uh, one of the things that uh, happens in my life, and it's not just within Jesus, but I see it in a lot of areas, especially with the way that sometimes, you know, with my health or even exercise or uh, things that I know I should do, I get on really, really good paths and really disciplined for several weeks, maybe even a few months, and then something happens or something decides, you know, uh, side streets me and I start getting distracted and then I fall right back into old patterns and old habits. And the same thing is with Jesus. So one of the things that I tell or, or is true for me, one of the hardest parts of following Jesus is just staying focused on him. Uh, the writer of Hebrews in chapter 12 says, look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. That part of looking to Jesus, I, I will sit around and I can talk about Jesus. I can sit around and have theological discussions about Jesus. I can uh, know the, the, the cross and I can know the victory of him sitting at the right hand of God the Father. Yet sometimes, if I'm honest, I, I just stop looking. And I think I've got it figured out. I don't know if that's my arrogance that gets in the way. I don't know if that's just, you know what, I, I go back to my, you know, easiest common denominators and and that's just what I do but I can be cruising along and I can be focused and then all of a sudden you know what I, I realize wow it's been a week it's been two weeks it's been yeah. three weeks it's been a month since I've really just mm -hmm. looked at Jesus and not gotten either sidetracked or discouraged or uh, you know as Paul says you know as the runners run the race you know oh man sometimes if I'm honest I'm I'm not running the race because I'm out in the woods or I'm, mm -hmm. I'm somewhere else. And so I have to be constantly, I have to be diligent. I have to be intentional about my faith uh, when it comes to looking to Jesus, because it can be uh, really easy for me to, to get uh, sidetracked. Yeah. And I think just, uh, you know, just in that same thing, there's, there's so many good things, right? Like good things that you could give your attention to. But in that moment, it's like, no, 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 but that, that's not the best thing, you know, and it's very easy. I find myself just, just getting, you, you know, you kind of go down, start going down that path and it's like, oh yeah, this is something good. And then it turns into something unhealthy. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's something I have struggled with too. Yeah. One of the things that over the last 10 years, I've always kind of been a, a person that can put on some weight and lose weight pretty fast. And, um, you know, one of the things I've learned about myself if I don't pay close attention to it, I'll, mm. I'll put on weight. Uh, I'll eat late at night. I'll eat things I shouldn't. I'll have seconds of stuff, just, you know, unhealthy options, unhealthy choices, things that I know better. But when I get really diligent and I want to lose weight, I, I, I weigh myself every single day. Mm -hmm. I write it down every single day and I keep track of it. And, and then all of a sudden my mind starts shifting and changing because I'm focused on what the goal is and what my attention is. And I'm going to chart it and I'm going to, I'm going to go all in on it. And, almost nine out of 10 times when I do that, I get the results I need. Yeah. And yet with my faith and when it comes to following Jesus, um, you know, I, I, I oftentimes, um, you know, I won't have that quite diligence that, you know, not that I would want to chart every single thing I do with Jesus, but in mm -hmm. the sense, it's the same thing. If I, if my attention is really on that goal of saying, 
I don't want to lose heart. I don't want to grow weary. I don't want to stop running the race. So I need to, I need to be intentional in that, uh, is one of the things that, that I have to be working on. Yeah. I, I mentioned this book, you know, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast with, uh, Frank Labac who wrote home like letters to his dad, but it was interesting. He, he started, and, and this is something he said, I wouldn't recommend doing all day, but he was like, take an hour out of your day in, in, check down on a piece of paper how many times you actually think about Jesus, you know? And and it was kind of like, he called it the game with minutes. And it was like, how often are you actually thinking about God? You know? And it was just like an encouragement of, Hey, take that pause, take that moment and and redirect your attention to him. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, Ryan, what's, what's something, you know, for you, that's the hardest part of following Jesus. I think for, you know, it's that waking up in the morning and it's, man, oh man, do I, yesterday was maybe great, maybe not great, but it's like, this is another day. Like, you know, and it's like, I don't think anything, like if I had the greatest day with Jesus yesterday, I feel like nothing carries over to the next day. It's like, I got to be like born again, again this morning, you know? Uh, but to me, it's like, I feel like it's that kind of dying to self Mm. daily. It is, it's so hard because, you know, I I feel like naturally I'm just bent to want other things or just to, you know, just to coast or, or or not want to make that time or, you know, and, and I think it really reveals a lot of pride in me. And and that is a hard thing, Mm. you know, because it's like, I find myself sometimes, whether it's like an event or something, it's like, I think I just catch myself thinking these thoughts of like, oh yeah, I should go to this event so that I can tell so-and-so that I was, I'm like, where is that coming from? I'm like, it's just this pride. There's this pride, you know, in me. And it's, I think that's such a hard thing in the Christian life because it's, it's that, you know, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. It requires yeah. effort, you know, to, to do. And I think a lot of it is just stripping away just all the complexities and the things of, of who we are and we get in the way more than yeah. anything. But I've found it, it, it just is hard to be humble. And when you pray for humility, often <laughs> humiliation follows, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So there is just that, I think that, that moment of, I probably naturally don't want the things of God Hmm. unless I actually spend time with him. And then he really like gives me his heart Hmm. or I start to want what he wants. I think some of that too is, is allowing some of our preconceived notions or our expectations of what it is that we are going to get out of a relationship go because, you know, particularly over here in in America, there's this idea, even if, you know, you don't attend a church that preaches the prosperity gospel, that there's an underlying current of your life will naturally get better. And if you follow Jesus and in one sense it will, Mm -hmm. but there's just this, uh, this reality that life is hard, right? We say that often life is really hard and we wake up in these days still dealing with a hard life, but now we have Jesus. And so there's hope despite the hard, but yeah, it's just, it's, I feel like at least for me and what you're talking about, I have to set those expectations aside and let the gospel be what it says that it is. Yeah. and And I think in that too, it's, it's the realization of, man, this isn't about me. Right. Like it really isn't, 
You know, and I, I think that's hard to let go of because we want to think we're really important. Yeah. And then if God didn't have us on his side, that his mission would be failing or struggling. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just find myself, it's like, if I wasn't here right now, God's mission would be perfect. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. he wouldn't be lacking, you know? So I think it just gets down to, man, what a privilege yeah. that he would actually put, want, want us to partner with him. Yeah. But yeah, I, just pride for me is really hard. Have you figured anything out or anything that maybe helps in that? Um, I, I would say, honestly, the only thing that ever helps is, is just coming back to who is, who is Jesus. Yeah. It's reconnecting with him. And, and I think it's realizing, too, that, you know, uh, F.B. Meyer he has a really good quote. I don't know it exactly, but it's basically like he, he says, um, I used to believe that God's gifts were on higher shelves and that the, the, the more that we grew, you know, the taller that we got and the more that we could, we could grab, we could hmm. get. So now I'm real, realizing they're on lower shelves wow. and I have to keep going lower and lower hmm. and lower. Wow, that's really good. So I, I think it's just that awareness of, the, the path of holiness, you know, as Andrew Murray says, is, is going low. It's that yeah. humility, yeah. you know, and, and I think it's just identifying with the suffering Christ of he came meek and lowly, yeah. you know, gentle and, and lowly, yeah. um, you know, but I think really in all honesty, the only thing that's ever helped me is just spending time with Jesus. Yeah. And, and I find that his humility will just a little bit of it will rub off on me <laughs> and help me. Yeah. That's good. Good. Mike, uh, what about you? What's, what's some of the hardest things or the hardest part about following Jesus? I think the hardest part for me is just the staggering reality that this is not, it's not a social club. Hmm. Like you can go and become a part of your fire department or a chess club or a yacht club or whatever it is. And it's something that you're adding on. You can go coach for a sibling or kids or just because you enjoy doing that. And it's something you add on that becomes a part of your resume and a part of your story Mm -hmm. and a part of your legacy. But that is not what Christianity is. Yeah. And it's not what it pretends to be. I think that many people have put a mask on it specifically in the West and and also in the East, but in the West that, that lends itself to, yeah, you can you just add this in and it'll make your life better. And, and the reality of it is at least as I've come to find, and if someone wants to tell me I'm wrong, I will gladly take you in mm-hmm. because I, it, there is, it, there's a complete reorientation of your life of mm-hmm. my life that has to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that I, I, I don't know why I started saying it. Um, I'm pretty sarcastic, which is a piece of me that, that needs to die in some aspects. Um, because I know we trump that up as a virtue in our culture, but it's actually a really vindictive form of love. If that, mm-hmm. um, but a piece of my heart that is coming out at me in a sarcastic fashion. Um, and I say tongue in cheek, but I'll be talking about a situation that I'm walking through and I'm like, and I can't respond this way because allegedly I follow Jesus <laughs> and you know, people that know me, they laugh and they know I don't mean anything by it, but there really is a shred of truth to that of just allegedly I follow Jesus mm. and following him means giving up of yourself. It doesn't mean that if, if, 
there's a destination that is painted out and I have been walking even one degree off of that, Mm. that I can just turn left sort of, Mm -hmm. and eventually I'm going to make it there. Mm. There is a compass that has been placed into my hands and demonstrated that, no, you have to turn completely around Mm. and walk this direction. Even whenever you think that you know better, there's, so there's a phenomenon that actually happens with pilots whenever they're flying, where often, um, they will, uh, experience, um, like a, a form of vertigo that like ethicists and such will refer to as even moral vertigo when mm-hmm. applying this illustration to us, where when they're flying, they think that they're flying directly like at the ground. Hmm. Their instruments tell them that, no, you're where you need to be. And they're like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm upside down. And they have to trust their instruments and where they're going. There is a complete reorientation of their mind that they have to willfully take under control to submit hmm to what their instruments are telling them. And it is the same for us with the words of Christ Mm. that we have to completely reorient ourselves to submit to him out of obedience and Mm. and what it is that he has to say. And it's hard because I don't want to do it. It's the human condition. I I don't want to do that. Who wants to do that? Right. Yeah, no, that's true. And, 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 you know, I was, you know, talking about the pilots and the, the compass. I, I remember the movie, um, inception, you know, where mm-hmm. <laughs> they would go in dreams and then come out and, and, um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's character had that, that tell that thing yeah. that, you know, he had to spin a certain way to know, was he still in a dream or was he out of it? And yeah. that was basically the same thing. That was the thing that told him, no, this is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and for us, you know, it comes down to it's, it's Christ and Christ is the thing that tells us we're real right. Right? or, or, you know, we're going in the right direction. But like you said, it's not just the world that's pushing in. It. It's, it's internally that we want to, we want to do what we want to do. I mean, that's the root of, of the original sin, right? With, mm-hmm. with Adam and Eve, they yeah. wanted to do what they wanted to do. And, and, and whether it's pride, whether we get distracted, it, no matter what, the root of, of all sin is, is that point of just saying, I want to do what I want to do. Well, and at the risk of stepping on some toes, like I, I think that we particularly can struggle with that idea in America. And mm-hmm. it's, it's something that's subversive globally. But if you really think about it, America is a culture that is built on rebellion mm-hmm. and generationally, you know, whether you buy into epigenetics or not, that, that idea that things can get imprinted into your, your genetic coding, mm-hmm. right? Different personality traits. Why we say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. This is something our ancestors here have done mm-hmm. and, and built a culture of, and it has produced some incredible results that, that I'm absolutely not going to, you know, negate. But when we apply that to our spirituality and we want to say, no, I know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that itself, I mean, I wonder how many times be something kind of neat to track. How many times do we actually think we know better than God? I mean, yeah. it's probably a daily, day, every it's, day. It's, <laughs> it's a daily thing of like, yeah. I think I know better of God and, or God needs me, as you were saying, mm. you know, to, you know, needs me to, you know, help him out in this moment. Cause he's kind of slacking off. Yeah. Um, and, and how much that gets us in trouble of truly following Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, and I, just like that's, that's another hard thing too, is, you know, sometimes we, we feel like we know God better than the Bible reveals him to be. Yeah. You know, and it's like wow. you, you start learning a lot about God and then it's like, you start taking these liberties of saying things. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like <laughs> yeah. God said the complete opposite in his word. But did but, he? 
<laughs> we'll talk after. <laughs> um, but, you know, one thing that really just came to my mind was I think sometimes what is most difficult for us or hardest for us, it's very revealing to yeah. us. Yeah. It's a good thing to be able to yeah. stop and look at and say, well, what am I actually struggling with? Yeah. You know, but praise God for the grace of God, because as that's revealed, he doesn't come with a hammer and condemn you. Yeah. He wants to build you up, yeah. you know, in yeah. that area, you know? Yeah. And so like when you see those points, whether it's, you know, sharing the gospel or, you know, if it's struggling with a certain sin or with pride, you know, with, with whatever it is, just know, like we all have an advocate. Yeah who knows that we're struggling, yeah. you know, and he's, he's going to lift us up, you yeah. know? And I think that is the thing to see is in these struggles, in these moments, he knows it. Yeah. Like, and he's really close to you to, to help you. And when you call on his name, he's, he's there. Yeah. yeah. And, and his grace is sufficient, which isn't yeah. justification for just staying where you are, yeah. Yeah. but it, it is acknowledging that, we have a God that has created all of us differently and uniquely. And while his plan and purpose is one in the same, he leads all of us down that at a different pace. Yeah. And there's a reason why his mercies are new every morning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because we need his mercy every morning. Yeah. So, you know, if you think you're on top of the world and you got this thing, you still need his mercy this morning. But if you are really struggling and you're really hurting and you're really not walking with Jesus, his mercies are new today for you. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the great things, even in this uh, episode as we're talking is you don't have to be, um, you know, scared or afraid of the things that are hard. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, part of the acknowledgement, uh, helps to say that, yeah, I, um, you know, I struggle with this or mm -hmm. this is, this is a difficult thing for me. And, and the reality is probably it's, it's bigger than just, okay, just my struggle with Jesus. It could be bigger in other areas of life too. Yeah. Like it could be revealing some other things about it. But yet what we firmly believe is that when you take that to God, when you take that to Jesus, as you said, we have an advocate. We have one who, who knows uh, us, who also knows what it's like to be tempted. He knows what the, the difficulties in relationships are, those, those types of things that you'll find you know, mercy and grace, you'll find mm. forgiveness. Uh, and so, uh, you know, when we really have faith in who God is, who Jesus is, we don't have to, to be afraid of the difficulties, the hardships, the doubts, the struggles, the, the fears, those types of things, but we do have to acknowledge them. And I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a book that came out, you know, when I think I was in middle school called do hard things, yeah. you know, and it was a really great book, I think specifically for, you know, that age, because it was about these, these younger guys who at a young age, they committed to, to not just coasting through hmm. life that they were, yeah. that they really wanted to follow God and they wanted to do yeah. the hard things, you yeah. know? And I, and I think just that as a takeaway is the hard things don't mean they're not worth doing. Yeah. Right. You right. know, we should be doing the hard things. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, if, if, you know, you find yourself in a spot where it, it is hard, uh, whether that's uh, your pride or your focus or just your whole world view and agenda, or maybe it's just some of the sayings of Jesus you don't, you don't like, um, you know, just encourage you to be able to, uh, you know, express that, share that, uh, but don't just leave it there. I think that's the, some of the danger. So sometimes we think, well, if I just say it and then I'm done with it, but 
but work it all the way through. Let it go all the way out and then ask the question, and yet what is at the end of it? What, what do you find there? Well, what you find, hopefully, in Jesus is that, as we said, someone who uh, is your advocate is the one that uh, is saying, and my grace is still greater. Uh, and so we want to encourage you with that. If you ever have questions or anything you can ask us or you want us just to pray, you can email us at info at church.com. Sorry, info at churchrefuge.com. Uh, and you can be able to uh, just, you know, just respond or say anything. That would be wonderful. Um, but I just want to encourage you uh, this morning or this afternoon or this evening, whenever you're listening to this, uh, just, uh, you know, it, it can be hard. But yet uh, there's so much good, so much you'll find as you keep exploring who Jesus is.